0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, A Vision for You, Big Book Study. My name is Lynn S. and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Toronto, Canada. Today is Wednesday, November the 20th, 2019. We are reading from the big book and we are on page 69, the second paragraph, In This Way We Tried. Today's readers are The Twelve Steps, Amanda B., 12 Traditions, Betty W., and readers of the text, Carmella G., Janice B., and Penny C. The reference numbers for yesterday, Tuesday, November the 19th, the 7 a.m. meeting, 13685, and the 10 a.m. meeting, 13686. OA Preamble. To carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book Studies, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 conditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Amanda B. to read the 12 steps.
1: Good morning. This is Amanda B. Compulsive Overeater in Texas the 12 steps 1 we admitted we were powerless over food that our lives had become unmanageable 2 came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity 3 made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him 4 made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves 5 Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. And I pass. Thank you for allowing me
2: to be of service.
0: Thank you, Amanda B. And Betty W. will read the 12 Tradition.
2: Good morning, friends. This is Betty W. from upstate New York, a compulsive overeater. The 12 Traditions. 1. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. For our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. 3. The only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. 4. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, is Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never to be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, is Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name, or never to be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotions. We need to always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for allowing me to be of service, and with that, I pass. Thank you,
0: Betty W. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive readers only. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book. We are on page 69, the second paragraph, In This Way We Tried. And Carmela G is going to read for us. Please go ahead, Carmela.
3: Thank you. This is Carmella G from New York, a grateful recovered compulsive overeater. In this way, we tried to shape a sane and sound ideal for our future sex life. We subjected each relation to this test was it selfish or not? We asked God to mold our ideals. And help us to live up to them. We remembered always that our sex powers God given and therefore good, neither to be used lightly or selfishly, nor to be despised and loathed. Well the sex inventory Um, the selfishness, just as this says, Um, each one of the relationships, and it didn't have to be a physically sexual relationship when I called it a sexual relationship. It could have been a relationship with a good friend that I wanted to instill jealousy or show how even though at 300 pounds i had sexual powers no longer we ask god to mold our ideals and help us to live up to them our sexuality was a gift my sexuality is a gift and any gift if I use it properly, will bring me joy, peace, and love. And to build relationships and let that love blossom and, and share with another, just like every other aspect of my life, sex is just another way of sharing and loving. And we can always remember our higher power wants one thing for us. So if it's God-given and therefore good, you know that it's meant to bring us happiness and peace. And with that, I will pass.
0: Thank you very much, Carmela G. The line is now open for sharing on what we just read. I'd like to encourage those who haven't shared in the last few days to take this opportunity. Please say your name just once. It does help me hear everybody. Who would like to share? Tina F. Elise.
4: Elise and Jen A. A. Anita B. Leslie Debbie. Elise Elise N.
0: Okay, let Gen me tell e. you who I got. I got Tina S., Elise M., Jen A., Anita B. Who else was there, please?
5: Breva P. E. Leslie Barbara Evie. E.
0: Okay, thank you. I've got a lineup now, and I did miss a couple of people. I apologize, but I'll catch you next round. I have Tina S. Elise M, Jen A, Anita B, Reva P, and Barbara E. So, if you're not Tina S, could you please mute, because I do hear uh, background noise there. And Tina S, please go ahead.
6: Thanks so much, Lynn, for your service. Tina S, Recovered Compulsive Eater Anorexic in Florida. Well, you know, for a very long time, I wanted to do this this paragraph i wanted to shape my sane and sound ideal without really doing the work in the previous couple paragraphs and you know today by god's grace you know i i have done the work and and i and i see my sane and sound ideal for future sex life so very differently uh, as to where I can be of service. And I love the initial share. That was really a wonderful thing. You know, one of the things is that, you know, and what I, what I was told and what I've learned is this is not the act of sex. This is sex conduct, you know, and I had a lot of conduct around this stuff, not necessarily the act, you know, and uh, you know, one of the things that I know today is is how do I treat other people, you know, or my partners? Am I the one who is just really trying to be a really good partner? Can I be less selfish? You know, am I all about maybe being there for you as opposed to being there for me? And, and being true. You know, being true and being humble in the process. You know, I I had such an experience after doing the the sex conducts and writing the ideal, and it wasn't about anything that I thought you looked like or what, what you would give me and you know and another thing that happened through this process was when i wrote my sex ideal initially when i was not in a relationship my sponsor said now you become all that and every time i say that i get really emotional because i i became all that stuff that i wanted a partner to be And that was the attraction. I was attracted to that, and they were also. And it has fulfilled my life. You know, I'm by no means, I am a work in progress, let me just tell you, and I continue to look at this stuff so that I can be the best partner I can be today. In and in really any relationship, but you know, in my in my primary relationship, and uh, and and it's such a gift, and it's God given, and therefore good, neither to be used lightly or selfishly, nor to be despised or loathed. And with that, I'll pass. Great stuff. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Tina S. Elise N. It's your turn, followed by Jen A. Please go ahead, Elise.
4: Hi, this is Elise N. Um, I'm going to share with you, I'm noticing I'm sharing in a more personal way, but I, um, years ago when I was, you know, when I was in program, I had just started in OA and I was about 25 um, and I didn't have the faith that I do now. I'm now into my faith. I was behaving in ways that, you know, I was in a relationship and um, I always said if, you know, My excuse was always, well, the person, you know, anyway, I was in a relationship that I felt physical relationship with somebody, and the person fell in love with me, and he would have married me, and it was always the other person like ran away or something, and this time the person wasn't running away, and I had to really look at my conduct and say, you know what, I have really hurt this person, and it made me fall you know into a depression i started to feel depressed because i felt like i wasn't living up to you know who and what i thought i should be and you know when i came into these rooms um it wasn't it wasn't long into these rooms that I started to lose weight and I started to realize that God was doing for me what I couldn't do for myself and I wanted to say thank you and that brought me into my own faith and through that, I, my conduct changed and I now live, you know, I live um, trying to live up to my ideals and for, for the most part, not always, but for the most part I do live up to my ideals. I do. I don't and my I'm a widow now and I've been a widow for almost seven years and I haven't only gone out on one date. And when the person wanted to become physical after one date, I just said, you know, that's it's not happening. You know, I'm not um um you know, I, I'm not that's not the type of relationship that I want. You know, I want something that's meaningful, and I don't want to be hurt or used, and I don't want to hurt or use anybody else. So um, I want to serve God through uh, a physical relationship and be able to be there for a partner also. And um, that's, you know, that's really, uh, you know, through this program, I have my life and I have my, my faith, my community, and my family. And I'm forever grateful, but um, and I also have the ability to live live up to the ideals that I want for myself and to not be depressed for today. So thank you for listening and I pass. And thank you, Elise. And Jen A,
0: it's your turn, followed by Anita B. Please go ahead, Jen
7: thank you good morning this is jen a recovered compulsive overeater, anorexic and bulimic in colorado um i'll never forget when i got to this part of the big book with my sponsor and i was meeting face to face with him and he said okay i want you to write down your homework and i said okay he said i want you to write um next for for the next week um what your ideal is right he took this ideal what's your standard right and i was like oh okay so i went home and i wrote four pages of what I want in an ideal mate, the physical, the personal, the communication, the relationship skills, the interests, the family characteristics, what I, I, I wanted, right? It's that selfish, selfish, selfish me. And I came back the next week, and he said, great, did you do what I asked? I said, absolutely. And I said, do you want me to start here on this page? And he said, um, turn the page. And I kept turning four pages later. I'm not kidding you. I pulled out my journal from 2017. And I'm looking at this currently, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy, right? And he said, keep turning the page. And I got to a blank page. He goes, I want you to write down your assignment for next week. I want to know how you, Jennifer Marie, are going to show up in a relationship. And I just sat there puzzled, right? I didn't realize that I'm getting out of my selfishness what I want, right? Up until this point, it's been all about me. But now I get to show up and be how God wants me to be in a relationship. How am I going to conduct myself? I love how that was said this morning. What are my intentions? First God, then another. Um, you know, I wrote out this ideal. It was very short and sweet. I prayed a prayer. My ideal was very sweet. There are like three or four things that my sponsor and I came up based on um, my behaviors and in the past. And um, I'm just going to tell you I prayed those things. And I'd like to tell you that it happened automatically and it was in the timing that I wanted, but it didn't happen in my timing. It's always God's will and his timing and his way. Um, But today um, I'm currently involved um, with the most beautiful man and um, we're serving and growing spiritually together. And it's awesome and I see the power of God and I see how it works when I show up. Right, and I pray that Saint Saint Francis prayer, and that's how I show up as a woman today in program. Whether it's with my kids, my ex husband, my boyfriend, my coworkers, my family, serving God, serving others. Right, those are my intentions. That's how I'm going to be all I can be. That's how I'm going to c- conduct myself. And I'll close with this because I didn't tie myself, so just cut me off. But Bill um talks about in As Bill Sees It, and in my journal, I had had put this. Self-searching is the means by which we bring in a new vision, action, and grace to pair upon the dark and negative side of our natures, right? That That was a dark, dark, dark time in my life. With it comes a development of that kind of humility that makes it possible for us to receive God's help. God will come in and help you. I know he will. He has proved it for me over and over. His promises have been fulfilled and continues to be. And we find that bit by bit we can discard the old life and the one that did not work for a new life that can and does work under any conditions whatsoever. So do the work. It's a program for people who do the work. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Jen A. Anita B., it's your turn, followed by Reba P. Please go ahead, Anita.
8: Good morning. Thank you, Anita B. here from New Jersey. And uh, the first thing I really wanted to say was thank you to all of you who are so honest on this subject. It's always been something I've never been comfortable with. Um, I don't know why I saw it that way because now really what I'm hearing and finding as I do my inventories is that it's just another form of control, of grabbing everyone's attention, of wanting to be, you know, the end all. And um, I'm just so grateful for that. And it's funny, this morning as I'm praying through the people who, um, you know, I needed to make amends to, who are on my amends list, uh, one of them is my husband. And I, you know, I think of those ideals of the relationship that I want. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've got to be doing the things on this ideal, you know, and how is this going to work? And I forgot that I'm not in charge, not going to work the way i want it to work or the way i think it should work i need to seek god i need to walk towards him otherwise it's not gonna work the way i think you know it's gonna i want it to work for him and i'm so glad somebody shared that you know this sex conduct this intimacy is given by god it's a gift of god and and if it's If it's right in my life, it'll bring happiness, which I never saw it that way. So I'm really grateful that people have the courage and will to want to help many people that they're so about this. And I just have to thank you because it helps me so much. And so I'm just really grateful. Thanks for letting me. Anita,
0: you're breaking. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Reva P., it's your turn, followed by Barbara E. Please go ahead, Good morning. Reva.
9: Good morning. Hi, this is Reva P., Grateful, Recovered, Compulsive Overeater in Toronto. Um, this paragraph is reminding me that before I came into program, I sort of had a job description, not sort of, I had a job description for the man that I uh, thought I needed and deserved. And um, when I came into program, it was easy to think I was just going to ask God to help me get my goal. Um, and I love how the program is 180 degrees opposite of what I think, because this is telling me what is suitable, what is right for me, is none of my business. My business is to clear away all the blocks to God so I can access power. And inspiration and wisdom, hopefully by the time I get to step 11. Um, and then I do what I do is I ask, What is the person that you think is right for me? Um, and I'll tell you, my husband that I'm currently with did not fit that original job description because I don't even know what's best for me. In this program, I learned to say, I don't know, guide me, show me, direct me. And then I love the extension of this, not only do I not get to do the job description and go after it, like you know the five-year plan, the, the goal-driven um, life, but I'm supposed to ask, like other people have shared, what is the partner that you would have me be? What is the wife you would have me be? How do I behave? And it'll tell me later on. In every specific situation, how do I be with my husband? and in other relationships what is the mother you would have me be because when i think i know and i go out and get it that's what i just cleaned up that's what i just clean up and the resentments and the fears um so by the time i get to the sex conduct and the relationships i'm clearing the slate i'm seeing how i make a mess when i'm driven by self-will and this is about reliance on a power um for ideals And then the strength, courage, direction um, to be whatever God asks me to be. And it changes, and it changes over time. So, um, yeah, I'm so grateful that it is different, but it works so much better than a self-driven life. And with
10: that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Reva P. And Barbara E., it's your turn. This is Barbara E. Was I unmuted? Yep, you're fine. Thank you, Barbara.
11: Okay. I was so busy muting and unmuting myself. I wasn't sure which direction I was going in. First of all, I have to thank, I must thank every single member of this beautiful fellowship for all the love and support they've given me in the last few weeks of my life. Listening to this meeting, groggy as I was, every single morning and then in the afternoon working with a step-sponsee kept me focused on the right ideal, not letting myself go back into eating everything I wanted as I used to do over two decades ago when in the hospital. But for me, to get back to our ideals, I think of the sex Um, ideal as being encompassed with all the ideals. And I say to myself, God, and I use that word God because it's a simple three-letter word. I have my own personal meaning. God, please help me mold my ideals and help me to live up to them. Help me be willing to grow toward my ideals and help me be willing to make amends where I have done harm. Please show me what to do in each specific matter and be the final judge in each situation. And this, for me, was difficult because I wanted to keep any sexual um, wrongdoings to myself. I got undressed in the dark because I did not want my husband to see the fat bulging over myself. That was not fair to him. I didn't initiate love and warmth because I didn't want him to get the idea that I wanted sex. It's a miracle we have two beautiful children that I love and who have helped me so much. I didn't want to um, even date a certain young man when I was in college. Because I didn't think he was good enough for me. He was good enough for me. I was so egocentric. I thought the world revolves around me. How crazy is that? An ego an egotist with an inferiority complex. Today I know that I need help from my special God to mold more all my ideals so that I may be a better person. And that's really, for me, what it's all about, to grow. I'm not perfect. I can be perfect with my food. Thank you. I can be perfect with my food, God willing, but I know those crazy little character defects will pop up every single day. So I thank you again for everything you've given to me and you've given to the world. Thank you, I pass.
0: Thank you, Barbara E. For those of us who may have come on the line a little bit later, we are on page 69 in the second paragraph, In This Way We Tried. And I'd like to encourage those who haven't shared in the last two days to take this opportunity. So please say your name just once. It does help me hear everybody. And Pete, I did get you.
12: Thank you. Who else would like to share? Darian
5: K. K. E. Ros
13: L. B. L. Leslie
0: W. Janet e. L. Okay. Let me tell you who I heard. Okay. We'll go from there. Larry K. I heard Pete. Thank you, Larry. I heard Pete B., Darian K., Roz B., and Larry K. at the end there. Who did I miss, please? Benita,
5: Benita L. L. Leslie W. Somebody
0: L. Okay, I've got Leslie W, thank you, and somebody L. Who is the L? Vanita L. Okay, great. Here's our lineup then. We have Pete B., Daria K., Leslie W., Roz B., Vanita L., and Larry K. Pete, please go ahead.
14: Thank you, Moderator, uh PP, compulsive overeater, recovered today by God's grace and mercy. I'm in Pennsylvania. Thank you for taking the meeting. You're doing such a great job. Um, you know, a, a a long time ago, somebody I really respected and admired said it's a good thing that we're in a you know, we're in a in a recovery meeting talking about sex, because it's probably the subject that's most thought about and least talked about. Right. And when I look at this and I and and and, and doing this inventory gave me an opportunity to review my conduct and my thoughts throughout the years, I realized that, you know, this, my, 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 sex instinct, my instinct to have sex, you know, just like my instinct to eat and my instinct to drink and be social all was just completely out of line. And, and it was, and it, and, and, and I, I used it for something that it was not intended to be used for. Right. And I realized that for me, like sex meant validation. And it meant, you know, release from boredom. And I just attached all of these different things to it that it was for what it wasn't intended for. And, and you know, from according to my understanding of how my God would have me conduct myself in these, in these, uh, in, in my affairs. You know, uh, I can remember being early in recovery and thinking to myself, wow, well, you know what they say? Well, we should be, we should be helping other uh, compulsive overeaters and alcoholics, and it's also saying that my sex powers were good. Well, how about I use my sex powers to help other alcoholics, right? And that, and that, and that was not the intention, right? Like to, because like I said, I came in here bruised and battered. Right, with scars on me from things I didn't even understand. I didn't even realize why they were there. I didn't realize how they got there, but I was just, you know, and, and what I needed most of all was validation. And once I got validation, I thought to myself, well, how could, if you're interested in me, well, how good could you be? Because I, I just have a very entirely low uh, opinion of myself, right, and, and you know what? Like it took a, it was a long overhaul. And you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, I harmed myself and really, unfortunately, I harmed some other people. And like, when it got down to it, what it what really came out to was that I had to go to the God of my understanding, I had to create this ideal for myself that I was willing to comply with, right? And, and it took away the questions of just like, you know, with my food plan, right? Like I have a black and white food plan. I have a black and white idea with regard to how I conduct myself and my affairs. And, that, and, 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 and that's something that has evolved over time as my relationship with God has improved. My ideals and my ideas about this have, have, have evolved. I don't know if they've improved, but they've evolved. But it, 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 it took away the, the um, desire and the impulse, impulse probably a better word, to act contrary to my ideals because the circumstances warrant it right right like you know uh, well you know i want to i i i did take vows right but in this instance i can go against them right like i did i did i did create and i'll shut up thanks
0: thank you pete b daria k it's your turn followed by leslie w
15: hi there can you hear me okay
0: Yes, thank you.
15: Yes, hi. It's Darian Kay from the Berkshires. um so grateful to be on the line, and oh, I miss all of you so much. It was beautiful meeting so many of you and thank you for your warm hugs and smiles and um love um, so this is you know, it's not easy to share about, but we are all sexual beings, but you know i you know I just it's like, oh no, I can't think of that. It's just another moral issue, just like the food was. Um, and so, uh, just to be able to even talk about it, right, write it down and then to share it with somebody. Wow. Um, but very powerful at the same time, because, um, yeah, we all have this capacity and desire and, um, and boy, I, you know, I can think back to, you know, and when I was heavy and younger and, you know, I just, I, I just really, um, didn't even think that anybody could even you know love me enough to want to you know be with me that way and and if they did you know they were there was something wrong with them and um you know I just didn't have you know people were talking about the self-esteem it's just it's so wrapped up in that you know and and doing things in the dark and and you know um just you know just Robbing myself of the beauty, you know, um, and not even just the sex, but the sensuality and the intimacy, intimacy, really, um, you know, that we, um, that we need as human beings. And um, it just makes me sad. It really makes me sad that, you know, the the, the weight and the food and the self-centeredness and um, the hating myself um, just, you know, didn't allow me to be the um, person that God wants us to be, that wants wants me to be. And today, it's so different, you know, it's just so different. I thank you, God, I'm in a right-sized body, and I can feel sexy. I can feel um, pretty, you know. I can feel um, like I'm worth being loved, um, you know. Um, but on the flip side of that, I also have to think to myself, You know, that's not about me. It's about others. And I'm, you know, I'm with I'm with somebody and I have to think in terms of, you know, uh, how can I um, be there for him as well? And you know what, just like with um, diets and all and all the things, uh, exercise, everything that takes effort. This takes effort too, and effort should be a four-letter word <laughs> because oh, actually, work is. <laughs> um, so I, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to uh, leave time, to make time, to not be too tired, not be too lazy, blah blah blah. And you know what? Yeah, I got to get outside myself. It's just one more place to get outside myself, to think of others. Time to pray. Pray. thank you to pray about it. And to be the best authentic person I can be, um, you know, for myself and for the people around me. And relationships are why I stay in program. Absolutely, bottom line. Thank you, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Darian Kay. Leslie W., it's your turn, followed by Roz B. Please go ahead, Leslie.
5: Thanks so much for your service this morning, Lynn. This is uh, Leslie. A recovered compulsive overeater from the state of Tennessee. Um, We remembered always that our six powers were God-given. And I'm just going to touch on a subject that I know a lot of us um, deal with. Um, And uh, it has been something that I have struggled with my entire adult life, Um, this issue, because, you know, yes our sex powers are God given and therefore good but when someone uses that power to take advantage of us um, and we are um, we are abused in that manner um, as I was you you sex becomes a very twisted thing um, I use after that happened I used my sex powers to manipulate to control uh to try to um to try to gain the upper hand because i no longer felt safe and so with my husband today um you know i spent years in therapy trying to work through this stuff and it wasn't until i worked these steps being entirely abstinent that i was able to truly heal god was able god was able to enter into my life and heal this part of me, touch this part of me that had been uh, wounded so deeply um, so long ago. And, uh, you know, I um, I withheld from my husband. Um, I used my sex powers selfishly um, if he wasn't behaving the way that I thought he should. And this went on for years. Um, you know I really didn't think that my marriage was going to survive um, and it has and and you know today um we're thriving and and it's you know our sex <laughs> life is not perfect I uh, certainly don't want to paint that picture, but um it's so we've come such a long way we've come such a long way um and 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 I every day pray this prayer for my husband that that God would help me to keep his uppermost happiness in my mind and that I would do my best to make an amends um, to this man and that is what I I do and God gives me um, God gives me strength and grace and the ability to be able to do that and to be able to show up for him And to live, to try and live up to these things, I cannot live up to these things on my own. I have to. I have to have God's help. Without God's help, I cannot do it. I cannot show up. So um, I'm, I'm just thankful that I uh, got to share on this this morning. Thanks, all, and I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Leslie W. Roz B. It's your turn, followed by Vanita L. Please go ahead, Roz.
12: Good morning, um, moderator. My name is Roz G, and uh, G as in uh, good or (laughs) go, go Dan. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so um, I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, and I'm just going to lay it out there. I'm going to say it. My sex powers in my early adulthood were very, very selfish. I had affairs. I don't even rem- I don't even recognize the woman that had affairs with married men. Well, one of them was married, and I was married. I I I <coughs> took away a guy's a man's time from his wife and children so that I could carry on with him in secret and I don't even remember I mean like today I don't even recognize that woman I have completely changed my ideals of a sex life are within the boundaries of marriage and I one of my you know some of my ideals are I don't flirt with married men I don't Give any a married man any kind of like idea, like uh, inkling of a of a idea that I would even consider going out, flirting, having sex, anything. Now I have a lot of got friends that are uh, friends that are men, and I'll give them a hug, you know, in program. I'll give them a hug. I'll tell them I love them, but it's a brotherly and sisterly love. That's it. And I also became anorexic in that area. You know, I just wouldn't, I, I, I went to the opposite end of that and stayed single and celibate for many, many, many years. But that was a good thing because it gave me a, a time to, to get re, to go under re, into reconstruction, to, con, you know, reconstruction and, and and ask God, who do you want me to be when it comes to this this, this part of my life? And for me personally, and I know, you know, I've learned that AA and that AA doesn't have any, they're not an arbiter of my sex life. They're staying out of it. And so for me, it's within the boundaries of marriage. That's just how I think it should be. And um, I'm worthy of love. I am loving and I am worthy. I'd rather be with someone who is committed versus, well, let's see how it'll go. That's too painful. I've done that and I can't. I can't handle that kind of pain. To be become one with someone to me is extremely uh, personal and important. So, you know, I whenever I talk to Sponsees about the fourth step in that part, I let them know. Time, please. Thank you. And I'll wrap up by saying, you know, I was that kind of person and I'm not today. Thanks to God. And with that, I pass.
0: And thank you, Roz G., Vanita L, it's your turn, followed by Larry K. Please go ahead, Vanita.
10: Press star one, Vanita.
13: Hi, I'm here.
0: There you are, okay.
16: Good
13: Good morning, everybody. Thanks for being here. Um, yeah, I'm really glad I don't hear this topic getting discussed a lot in meetings. And so it's great to hear such um, open and frank sharings because listening to other people's experience about it is reminds me that um, I'm really getting, as I work the steps again, how self-centered I am. And I would not have really thought that about myself, though I think other people would have... <laughs> but um yeah it's grateful to be reminded that relationship and especially romantic relationship intimate relationship like everything else you know that i have to um surrender that to god and that i don't know what's best for me and um i just want to also say because a lot of people refer to god as him that my higher power is genderless and um I don't call it a her either. Usually it's just, my God doesn't have a gender for me. But yeah, thank you so much for this topic because I'm getting a lot out of listening to other people's experience. Bye, right? pass.
0: Thank you, Vanita Al. And Larry Kay, it's your turn. Please go ahead, Larry. Larry, press
9: star one, please. Oh, maybe you lost. Hi, Lynn. Lost Thanks Larry. so much. Oh, there you are. I'm, I'm, Hi, there I am.
16: <laughs> Hi, Lynn. Sorry about that. Thanks so much for your service. You know, when I when I was a teenager, I learned I had an erroneous belief that the only real value I had to the the opposite sex was my physical packaging. And, oh, how I used that in selfish, selfish ways. I was, I was unaware. I was not awakened. Not for many decades did I become more awakened to truly who I was, which was formless. And some of us on this line were able to hide the physical, the physical manifestations of this disease like I was. You know, I was um, an athlete. I, yes, I put on weight later on, and that, that physical packaging changed. But I was able to hide it with bulimic exercise that that indeed was me and you know those who who you know um, identified with their looks and their physical packaging and their abilities they experience suffering when those attributes begin to fade and disappear is of course they will for all of us you know when our very identity is based on on those physical attributes and then it's threatened with collapse we don't see the formless we just see the form in either case how you see yourself ugly or beautiful people derive a significant part of their identity be it negative or positive from their body and i certainly did and that was the ego and these steps and we're talking about the sexual inventory the steps are designed or the diminishment of the ego, not ego as, as as feeling above someone, but just I cannot stop thinking about myself. And when we equate the physical, you know, perceived sense of our body, that it's destined to grow old and wither and die, and I, I have to see myself as formless. The steps and this work allow me to begin to see myself the way God sees me, which is, which is impervious to touch. It has nothing to do with my form, and yet I cannot get away from that. It is my physical form, my physical form, and, my, and how you perceive me. This inventory is so much more than about just talking about sexual, you know, sexual you know, conquests and, and how we use those and the jealousies that we engendered.
17: None of that, you know,
16: that's also true, but it's, it's so much more We have to look at all these natural instincts, the instinct to resent, the instinct to compare, the instinct to use our sexual, you know, we used all these instincts beyond how they were intended. And when I do, I begin to change. And I begin to see myself as my higher power sees me. My higher power can give a rat's ass what I look like physically. My higher power really wants me to be able to live with compassion, love, acceptance of others. Thank you for these steps. With that, I pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Larry K. We have time for two more shares. Who would like that time?
10: Jason K. Matthew
0: F. Great. Perfect. We've got our people. Thank you. So Jason K. and Matthew F. Jason, please go ahead.
10: Good morning. This is Jason K. Recovered from Pulsesaver and living uh, outside of Philadelphia. And for me, this uh, Jason, you're you know, this
0: Jason. You're really breaking up. Can you get any clearer? Do you think?
10: Um, sorry, this is Jason Kay, Recovered from Pulsesaver and living outside of Philly. Can I be heard clearly?
0: It, it, it's okay. We'll keep going. Thanks.
10: Okay. Sorry about the. Uh, uh, cell phone service. We'll have to pray to the gods of AT&T. Um, this is a step that can be uncomfortable for people, and we have to look honestly and, and seriously inwardly. Um, it's good to remember we were asked if we were willing to go to any length, and the key uh, behind this for me is selfishness, and, and I think like Larry said, um, this is a program of ego reduction. This program doesn't try to define God and tell us what God is. It tells us Uh, and it shows us and helps us see where are we blocked from God because we can't really define and understand and fully comprehend God, but we know clearly that we have these character defects. And then looking back at my life, I was very driven by a a sexual urge and instinct and a desire to be in relationships. The relationships became the uh, end-all and be-all. Uh, And it was a a very, very out-of-whack, out-of-proportion instinct, and it drove so much behavior. I moved states, I moved uh, to be with women, and I pursued uh, different relationships with a zest and a zeal that I should have only been pursuing my higher power with. And that left me a a, a desperate, uh, scared, lonely man, because all these relationships meant so much, and I felt so threatened and, and scared when people would leave me or want to leave me or when these relationships, relationships would self destruct. So I had to take a look honestly at all of that. I had to see where was I doing harm? Um, where was this instinct? Where had this instinct gone so awry for me and created and wreaked so much havoc in my life? Because me, left my own devices, me on self-propulsion, I'm a creator of confusion and, and havoc and pain and, and turmoil. And it's inside of me and it's it, it it comes into the lives of, of those that I am in relationship with. So this is an overhauling. This is a cleaning out, a clearing, cleaning out the closet and cleaning out of, uh, uh cleaning up of our life. Just like when we clean our house and we make everything shiny and brand new, we, sh- we come out of this with that, that type of feeling, feeling closer and nearer to our higher power. So, um that's what I had to say about that. Again, selfishness, self-centeredness is the root of our problem. It becomes clear in this and kind of smacks us right in the face, or at least it did for me. And the battle pass.
0: Great. Thank you so much, Jason Kay. And Matthew F., you'll be our last person to share today. Please go ahead, Matthew.
17: Good morning. Thank you very much. And thank you, everyone who is making this meeting possible. My name is Matthew F. I'm a recovering compulsive overeater from Taos, New Mexico. Uh, Ever since I was a little kid, like in kindergarten, uh, I liked girls. And I grew up with uh, believing the lie that if I was skinny, um, the girls would like me. And if the girls liked me, then I would be happy and somehow worthwhile. (laughs) And today through the... (laughs) power of uh, God and, and the support of the program and through working the steps, uh, I lost a lot of weight. Um, I now have the body that I've always wanted. Um, before that, I was always uh, going on a diet so I could lose the weight, so I could be attractive to the girl, so I could get the girl, so I could be happy. But now that I have uh, the body weight that I'm looking for, um, I'm still single and um <laughs> Did not have the happiest uh, sex life. Um, In fact, this evening, in about fourteen hours, I'm going to be sharing my fifth step with another fellow. I'm really looking forward to that, so I can discover and uncover all of these behaviors and all of these relationships and all of these resentments, especially. Uh, those of, involving sex and women and masturbation and pornography, so I could empty my soul of all of these horrid things that have prevented me from doing god 's work. Uh, i I look forward to emptying out and letting God in so I could take action. You know the ideal for me is to do god 's work and to get rid of these behaviors that have been holding me back and preventing me from the serenity that i 've been praying for. Uh, a very dear friend of mine uh, who knows me very well, she said, Matthew, you keep on looking for the one, the number one girl, as if I'm going to turn a corner and boom, there she is. And there's going to be rainbows and butterflies. And she said something very beautiful to me that I want to share with you all. Is She said, Matthew, just love everybody and then she'll be there. So I'm I'm really trying to work in that ideal and love everybody and be of service to everybody. And if God introduces me to my sweetheart, then that's just that's just beautiful. But I'm going to surrender that in my fifth step. And if you're out there thinking that being thin is the key to happiness, uh, let me tell you, I've been thin and fat and thin and fat and in lots of different sex relationships and in all kinds of circumstances. And not until you surrender yourself to your higher power and start loving yourself just exactly how you are. The formless that was mentioned, uh, that's the key to happiness. So thank you all very much for letting me share. God bless, and have a wonderful day.
0: And thank you, Matthew F., and thank you to everyone who shared and to our wonderful Wednesday workforce. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Wednesday, November 20th, 2019, the 7 a.m. meeting, is 13693. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Will Janice please read a vision for you? Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
18: Thank you, Lynn. Good morning, visionaries. This is Janice B., recovered compulsive overeater in Vermont. Our, our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask Him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order